Hello everyone, I'm Ryan. I'm Megan. And welcome to the Meg Ryan Podcast. Today we are so excited because we have a whole lot planned for you guys. We are going to talk about our favorite quotes. Mm -hmm. And Megan and I have been so excited about this episode ever since we came up with the idea. So we can't wait to share them with all of you guys. We have some really good stuff planned. Mm -hmm. But before we get into that, life updates. Megan, what's going on? Um, well, Christmas just ended. We're recording this on the 27th. Mm-hmm. Um, and Christmas was honestly really, really amazing. Usually, like, I have so many different, like, people to see between, like, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day that's, like, really stressful. But this one actually wasn't. Like, it was kind of like, it wasn't like I had, like, less people to see. It just, I don't know. I felt like it went by slower and I had more time. So it was just, like, really enjoyable. And yeah, so, and I'm looking forward to the new year. This week is like definitely more like low key than the past few weeks have been, which I'm really excited Same. about. And I was like, cause I don't have to have like every single second, like picking up last minute gifts, like doing all these things. So, but yeah, that's basically what's up. I don't think there's really much else that's new, but yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I have much that's new either. Like yeah. other than like the excitement of Christmas just coming down from that. Cause like you said, the, weeks have been crazy and I would agree that like on Christmas day and Christmas Eve things felt slower but leading up to that point I was like where is my Christmas spirit like it was just (laughs) I was like what happened I am like Christmas crazy like I need like I want to make gingerbread houses I want to go see Christmas lights I want to do Christmas caroling I want to get the Christmas tree I want to decorate like I just love everything Christmas and like yes it's go 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 but I usually enjoy it Mm -hmm. and this year I had a hard time getting into a place mentally where I was enjoying it Mm -hmm. until a few days before Christmas but I ended up enjoying it. Come Christmas Eve, it was a lot of fun. I went with my family to go to the movies. Which oh, that's, a, that's something we do every year. Mm-hmm. We go to dinner, and then we either go to a movie or we watch a movie at home if there's nothing good in the theaters. What movie did you see? Um, American Underdog, I think it's called. The Kurt Warner movie, I think oh, it is. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that was good. I think I saw a commercial for it. Or the beginning was kind of slow, but uh-huh. by the end, it was like overall, it was very good. The beginning yeah. was a little slow, but overall as a film, it was really mm-hmm. good. But that was, like, the first time I've been in a movie theater since, except for, la- since COVID started, except for last year, my friend's family rented out a theater to watch Elf. But that was, like, different because it was everybody we knew. Like, this was the first time I bought a ticket to a movie, went in, sat down, and watched it since COVID. Yeah. So that was fun. That's awesome. I know mm-hmm. I miss the movie so much. I think I saw a commercial for something a few weeks ago that I was like, oh, I actually want to go see that. And when, like, at the end, usually they're, like, streaming on, like, Amazon Prime or streaming on whatever <laughs> it is. And it was, like, in theaters. And I was like, what? Like, I'm so excited. So I'll have to look it up about what it is. We'll have to go yeah. if it's still be fun. Yeah, it was really good. So, but anyway, should we get yeah. into these quotes? Do you want yes. to start us off? Sure. favorite quotes. I would love to. So we both tried to figure out where we got these quotes from. And we're going to be honest. We don't know where all of them came from. Yeah. But this one, mine came from Megan. But Megan got it from somewhere else. So I'm going to quote Megan on this one. <laughs> And this is one that, like, I just think is really important to hear. And it just, like, hit me like a ton of bricks when she said it. Because I totally agreed with it. But you know when you have, like, a thought or a feeling and you, like, but you just don't have the words to put yeah to put to that thought or feeling? Like, you put the words there. Oh. So I was like, oh, yes, I agree. <laughs> but anyways, so my first quote are, his looks aren't going to raise your kids. His character is. and I love this one because I think it's very don't get me wrong you should be physically attracted to whoever you're gonna be with like that is important but I think it's very common especially when you're younger or even our age Mm -hmm. they're like it's very common to be like oh he's so cute 
he's so cute but is he a good person Mm -hmm. like especially at our age we're getting to the point where like we're not playing around anymore like we're at that point where like somebody we date could be the person that we marry yeah and like the person that you marry like are you gonna be proud if your kids are exactly like him oh yeah are you gonna be proud like I think of that I'm like if you were the father of my children do I want my son acting like you the, yes. is my, do I want my son treating girls the way you treat girls? Do I mm-hmm. want my daughter, are you going to treat my daughter like a princess, like a mm-hmm. queen? Is she going to learn how she should be treated from you? Yeah, that's so good. That's like a whole other like quote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a whole other quote. It's like, would you be okay if like your son acted the way that like he did? Yes. Because if not, then. <laughs> yes. That's but yeah, one. no, that's definitely a really good one. I, I got that from somewhere else, but. Yeah, I remember when I said that, you, like, put it in your phone. <laughs> I, like, jumped, and I was, like, <gasps> I was, like, mid-conversation. I was, like, no, I need to put this in my phone. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that I think about, too, is just, like, okay, so when you're 65 years old, like, your looks aren't what's keeping you in the relationship. <laughs> oh, Unfortunately. Looks are fleeting. Looks are fleeting. <laughs> like, and don't get me wrong, like you said, like, it's important. It's definitely important. But at the end of the day, it's not everything. Right. So, and in a society that's, like can be very focused on aesthetics. I was like, mm-hmm. I think that's important to like remember that. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Megan, you got one for us? Yeah, I do. Let me see here. <laughs> I have so many and it was hard to like narrow them down, but I'll give it my best shot. Um, so this one um, actually comes from Maddie Pruitt's book that we talked about, Made for This Moment. Um, I think we've talked, we've talked about this in other episodes. I know that I we think have. So. Um, and it is rejection is redirection Mm. and she also put like a few sentences later that rejection is protection and i really love this because i mean i think rejection like when when i think of rejection it's like straight up being like rejected by somebody but i don't necessarily think that that like is always the case when i like think about this quote it's in essence like and maddie talked about this in her book it's in essence, like, if that situation, if that person, if, like, that friendship, whatever it is, like, wasn't meant for you, God's, like, just redirecting you somewhere else. Mm-hmm. God is just protecting you in some sort of way. I had a situation last week where, like, I thought that I wanted the situation to go a certain way. And kind of, and it didn't. It didn't go the way that I thought that mm-hmm. I wanted it to. But then, like, by the time that I was able to, like, sit down later that night, I was thinking about it and journaling about it and praying about it. And it was so clear that I was like, God did that to protect me Mm -hmm. and to direct me into like a different area. So I was like, it's easier to look at life's disappointments when you can just look at it from the point of, okay, God doesn't want me there. It's just a Mm -hmm. redirection in another way. That doesn't mean it doesn't hurt, you know, Mm -hmm. like when certain things don't work out or when like a situation doesn't work out the way you want it to, but rejection is just redirection whether it's by people whether it's a situation that didn't go your way no matter what it is so i agree i don't think re- i don't think rejection's real it's not yeah because it's it's redirection like you said like rejection isn't the word rejection isn't real because it, it is truly just redirection mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think when you have that philosophy you actually get a lot more confidence in yourself yeah because what is the one thing that makes us lack confidence the most the fear of being rejected mm-hmm. so when you have that mindset of regardless of what happens here, regardless of if I go up to that person or this person, regardless of what they say, 
I'm just being redirected to something better if it doesn't go mm -hmm. the way that I wanted it to. Yeah. It's a lot more positive. Like, rejection is a very negative term, but redirection is a lot more positive yeah. spin on the reality of what's happening. Yeah. Well, even, like, the whole, even, like, failing and that mm -hmm. word, like, failing is redirection. That failing, like, whatever you failed at could be protecting you against something else. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, like, God can see, like, our whole life. Like, we just see this tiny little bit of, like, what's in front of us. And so if he's redirecting you into something different, it's because, like, his plan's greater than yours. Yeah, and even, so. like, when I was in my internship, like, I, made, I remember I made a point of saying, I don't feel like I failed. Yeah. I felt like I was being redirected. Like, you know, this is something I worked for for years. Yeah. And I just got in it and I was like, this isn't where God wants me. Mm -hmm. And I had to accept that I'm not failing. I'm not getting rejected from this career. This is just a redirection to what's meant for me. Yeah, exactly. And it was so peaceful. Exactly. So peaceful. So, but yeah, definitely one of my favorite. I, I could quote <laughs> no, I love whole that. book, I think. But <laughs> that was definitely one of the like, main things that I took out of it. So. Well, it's funny that that was your quote because my next one is also from Maddie Perwitz. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't... I haven't read this book yet. I highly recommend it. Yeah, I don't think mine's from the book. I saw mine, and this one's from TikTok. I saw her oh, doing okay. like an interview mm -hmm. on TikTok, but I think it's really important. And it's be careful with who you surround yourself with because not everyone deserves a seat at your table. Be inclusive to everyone because everyone deserves love, but not everyone deserves a seat at your table. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important because, you know, in what she said in the interview, she mentioned, I think it was the last supper, she was talking about how Jesus had like his table with all of his friends, but then he had all the people around him because he loved all of these people. Mm -hmm. He had love for everyone, but he didn't save a seat for all of them. Okay. Not all of them deserve a seat. And I think that's regardless of where you are with your faith, whether you have none, whether you're super deep in it, it's so true for life. Mm -hmm. Allow people around you, you know, be kind to everyone, have love for everyone, be thoughtful with everyone, but be aware of who deserves a seat at your table and who you sh deserves for you to pour into mm -hmm. yeah well and like the people that do have a seat at your table like not only are, are you pouring into them but they're pouring into you too mm -hmm. so i think that that's a really good one yeah that's kind of how you can figure out who doesn't deserve a seat at my table who's not pouring into you yeah i think we've all had those points in our lives and i definitely have and i'm sure we'll continue to have them where you feel like you're pouring into other people more than they're pouring into you Absolutely. And that's kind of how you decide that they don't deserve a seat. And just because you take the seat away for now doesn't mean they never can have it back. Yeah. It's harder to get it back than it mm -hmm. was to get it in the beginning, but maybe you even just take it away for now. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you like don't show love and kindness and mm -hmm. to everybody, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they need to be very much involved in your life. A quote, this isn't like one of the quotes, but a quote that I heard a long time ago, it's, don't give someone in the cheap seats an expensive opinion in your life. Oh, I love that. And I was like, wow, like that's, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, opinions can weigh heavy on people, but it's like opinions of people that aren't at your table, they don't yeah. matter, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think I struggle with that a little bit, and I always mm -hmm. kind of have because just like the whole idea of like not letting everyone have a seat because I want everyone to feel loved. <laughs> I want everyone to feel included. But that's just the point. Everyone can feel loved, but it doesn't mean they're a priority. Yeah. There's a difference between loving on people because I, I have love for all human beings. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to prioritize you. Yeah, absolutely. Like you can like have life-giving conversations to like with people like at the gym or at like what you know what I mean, like or at work, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they have to be like your best friend or have like 
such an involvement in your life, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good one. Thanks. All right, are you ready for the next? Yep. All right, hold on. Let's see. Oh, okay. Um, people can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. Hmm. That one, like, every time that I read it, I have to, like, process it for a few seconds. <laughs> Me too. Like, a little bit confusing. Um, but I think so much of, like, I don't want to, I don't know if conflict is the right word, but I think that the more self-aware you are about yourself and the greater that you know yourself and why you react in the way that you do and why you act the way that you do or like why something makes you angry like the more that you know about yourself the more that like other people can like connect with you mm -hmm. and like meet you you know what I mean because if you don't even know those things about yourself then that's really difficult to get to like a really like vulnerable state with somebody mm -hmm. else if that makes sense yeah because like if you haven't come to terms with your own life how is someone else supposed to love and support you in those yeah yeah situations and feelings mm -hmm. so you yeah. know i kind of think when i hear that like mm -hmm. i don't know if this is like maybe you know more what this is kind of saying but like mm -hmm. you know how like some people they come into your life and you're like i believe that they love me mm -hmm. to the best of their ability yeah but it's not enough yeah you know that kind of makes me think of that too you know and that can be really hard where you're like, I believe this person cares as deeply as they're capable of caring right now, mm -hmm. but they have things within them that I can just tell they need to work on yeah. and they're not enough for me right now. And that mm -hmm. sounds so terrible to say, Yeah. but some people are just in really low places and they can only love so deep and you might deserve a deeper love. Mm -hmm. Is that yeah. like really terrible to say? No, it's not no? terrible okay. at all. That's true. Yeah, okay. sometimes this, like, I love this quote so much, but I think it still confuses me a little bit, which is why I don't even have as much to say about it, but I love it a lot. And I actually, okay, um, I don't know who originally said this quote, but I heard it on the What We Said podcast. Mm -hmm. um, if you guys don't listen to What We Said podcast, they're so funny. Um, their names are JC and Chelsea. They're awesome. But they did a quotes podcast and someone else wrote that in. So it was somebody that wrote into their podcast. But just so we kind of give credit <laughs> where credit is due. But I kind of love that you don't really understand it because that leaves it open for interpretation. Yeah. And you can really like, it's kind of like when you listen to music, like, yes, they have specific meanings, but sometimes I don't want to know what the writer was like yeah. alluding to because I'm like, I want it to mean to me what it's supposed to mean to yeah. me. Because you know, whenever you hear something, it means something instantly. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, that's meant to mean that to you. Exactly. So I kind of like that. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. So speaking of music, I don't know if you guys know this, but I Megan knows this. I love country music. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite singers is Jordan Davis. <laughs> Megan knew it. <laughs> and one of my favorite songs is his song, Almost Maybes. Mm -hmm. And that song just fills me with a joy that I, like, can't even describe. Like, not even just a joy, but, like, this like mental like aha moment like light bulb of oh my goodness you're so right and the whole so for those of you that don't, don't know the song this whole song is about thanking god for everything that he thought was going to be good in his life not happening mm -hmm. all of the heartbreaks all the basically he's thanking god for all the bad things because he wouldn't have all the incredible things he has today if all of those things went well he started centers a lot of it around relationships so i'm assuming the song is about his now wife 
but it's thank God that she broke my heart. Thank God that that didn't work out, that this didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And it's all really like tragic things that happened in his life, like really sad things. But he's just like, thank God it didn't work out because I wouldn't have what I have today without it. And it's so true. Mm-hmm. So true. You know, I believe that we all will have a day where we thank God for all the almost babies. Oh, absolutely. The things that almost happened or even the things that you almost didn't do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, can I bring up the Bible study? Yeah, go for it. You almost didn't do the Bible study. Yeah. Absolutely. And that is so incredible. Like, it's <laughs> like, I am so happy that you did it. Yeah. But you almost did it. Yeah. And thank God that you did. I know. It's, it's crazy. I love, this is, again, not another quote, but it's like, you're always one decision away from changing your life. Yes. And that sounds drastic. Like, yeah, it does. But like, even, I guess, example that you just gave, the Bible study. Like, you and I were friends before the Bible study. And do I believe that we still would have been friends even if the Bible study wasn't a thing? Yeah, I do. But would we have been, like, as close? Like, would we have started this podcast? Would we, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, for the things that did happen. But even I think about, like, my whole life. And I was like, whoa, if I didn't run into that person that day... Mm-hmm. I never would have been like friends with them or I never would have met this person or this would have never happened. I never would have mm-hmm. had this opportunity. Like, can you imagine if like those things didn't happen? Yeah. You know? We wouldn't be who we are today. Yeah. Like, who we know of ourselves today wouldn't be if we didn't meet all the people that we met. Mm-hmm. If all the things that happened in our lives didn't happen. I feel like my life is actually a series of why did I meet this person? What is your purpose in my life? Because <laughs> yeah. you have a purpose. You're either a blessing or a lesson. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what it is. So eventually you figure it out. Yeah, you do. But you do for sure. No, that's yeah. so good. I know it's it's a, like basically a similar song, but the Thomas Rhett song that's um, "Thank God it's for the Almost." Called, it's called Almost. Yeah. No, I yeah. that song gives me like the same it's feeling. So good. And he's like, "Oh my god!" There's one part in the song where it goes, "Thank God that I almost didn't kiss the girl that turned out to be my wife." Oh my word! Yeah. When he's... he talks about his wife, I just <laughs> want to cry. I her book's <laughs> the next one I need to read. Oh yeah. Because I love her. I love both yeah. of them. They are just the cutest. Yeah. Couple. Yeah. cutest couple but no I love that song too same thing yeah or like I, one of the lines is like uh when I came like one inch away from that like fence post or something like mm-hmm. about your car accident like things like that yeah. it's just crazy to like look back at life and like see how the puzzle pieces played together and I think in a way too when I look back at my life and I'm just like oh my word like if I had this never happened then that would have never happened like you know it's like a cascade waterfall effect mm-hmm. it almost like makes it easier like to trust God because like (laughs) all of these things wouldn't have happened in my own power. Like Mm -hmm. he's just kind of piecing everything together, like Mm -hmm. for our lives, you know? Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great song. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. Mm -hmm. Cause it's really nothing like gets me going like that song. I'm like, yes. Yeah. (laughs) So good. So good. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's see. So this one's kind of like a shorter one and like not as like deep, but I like it a lot. Um, it's your perspective will either be your prison or your passport. I think, see, I disagree. That's a very loaded, loaded quote. (laughs) Am I capable of giving non-loaded quotes? (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know. And I don't want to, cause like when I say that, I was like, I don't want to, cause it's hard. There is definitely such a thing as like toxic positivity and like I think that that's definitely a thing and I'm not saying that like I am positive all the time and like always like you know what I mean but perspective on life like even like we were just talking about like 
rejection is redirection or like thinking about like the almost maybes that could have happened like having that perspective on life or like on different things like changes changes everything you know changes your life it really does yeah and I think also your if you have like a it's also like believing in yourself like we we will live out like who we believe that we are Mm -hmm. and so like if you don't believe that like you are capable of x y or z then that's true Mm -hmm. your perspective is your prison Mm -hmm. and you can keep yourself there as long as you as long as you can and trust me like that's much easier said than done like I'm not saying oh just you know snap your fingers and everything's great like that's not the way it works but Mm -hmm. yeah kind of going back to when you said toxic positivity mm-hmm. like I don't think that's something like I know that you're saying like perspective like you should be always be positive yeah like like you said toxic positivity that is a prison yeah toxic positivity saying oh well they'll treat me nice next time they'll be good to me next time they're just going through a hard time right now that is a prison yeah it is yeah so I just like that you said that because mm-hmm. I've never heard that before but you're like it's very true. Yeah. It is a thing, and I might be guilty of it sometimes, to be honest. Oh, I definitely, like, can be, too, and I try to be, like, more cautious of that, so it's, like, although, like, I do consider myself a person that's, like, a dreamer, mm-hmm. and, like, less, like, I'm definitely, if there's, like, a dreamer realist, like, you know, continuum, I'm definitely, like, all the way on the dreamer side, yeah. <laughs> and, but I... I definitely can be, I think sometimes I am guilty of like the toxic, like positivity, but I don't know. I also think I'm definitely able to see like people's situations and have understanding and grace for that. Yeah. I think that's where it comes from. Cause I'm like the same way. Like I just want to believe in everyone. I believe every, even the people that seem like the most scummy people, Mm -hmm. I'm like, but there's good in there. I just, I want to be that person that believes in you because I know there's good in there. And I think you just need that one, you need one person. I don't even need to be important in your life, but you just sometimes need one person that believes you and believes in you. And I'm willing to be that for anybody, but not everybody deserves it. So. Well, and like believing about, believing in somebody else and like caring for like somebody else isn't like, isn't toxic positivity. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, you know, but. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it depends on how much you pour into them by believing in them. Maybe that's the toxic part is you pour into them too much. Yeah. Yeah. You're not just cheering them on from a distance. Okay. So my next one is remember if you're not speaking it, you're storing it and that gets heavy. And I am a big one for, I just, I never want to be the problem. I just always want to be the happy one. And I'm a big one that I like push everything down. Mm -hmm. And then after a while I just explode. But when you're pushing everything down, it might not wear on – you might be able to put on a happy face for everybody else, but it's wearing you down. Mm -hmm. And that's not really worth it. When in reality, you could just let it out, let it be, and then move on. And then you all get to move on together. Yeah, definitely. Well, and I think that kind of goes back to, like, our vulnerability episode and the ability. And, like, I will say that, like, it does take people that, like, you trust in order to, like, say those things to and, like, be vulnerable with. Mm -hmm. But how much easier is it if you're struggling with something – to then like go to a friend and be like, this is what I'm struggling with X, Y, Z and have that friend be like, okay, well, I'm going to speak some truth into you right now. And I'm going to believe in this for you until you can believe it for yourself. Mm -hmm. And like, that's the type of people that you need in your life. And unfortunately some people don't have that. Mm -hmm. And I really do believe that like those people will be brought to you in time, Mm -hmm. but yeah. Yeah. So that's what I got for that one. Yeah. It's definitely true. 
All right, let's see. Um, okay. When you finally learn that a person's behavior has more to do with their own internal struggle than it ever did with you is when you learn grace. Hmm. I love that. Yeah. I I love, because I've heard before, it's like, oh, like people's actions have way more to do with them than they do with you. But I love how at the end it says, like, this is when you learn grace. Because I, I truly think, like, if there has to be a definition of grace, like, that's what it is. Like, looking at somebody mm-hmm. and being like, okay, but the way that you are acting or treating me or what you said, even though that hurt me, I can't take that personally because that actually doesn't have anything to do with me, Mm -hmm. you know, which is way, way easier said than done. But Mm -hmm. I think that that's something like largely this year that I've like learned and not that I'm perfect at it because I'm a very like emotional, sentimental person. So like words hurt me. Like if you like say something that's mean to me, like I like it'll tear me apart. Like it's you know it's not fun. Mm-hmm. But when you learn that it's like okay, but that had nothing that had nothing to do with me, nor is that true. Then that's when you can learn to have grace for other people. Yeah, I completely agree, and I think it's I think that can sometimes be a tricky one for people because you yeah. don't want to get caught in excusing things you're doing wrong and prolong, preventing your own growth because yeah. somebody else's fault. It's somebody else's yeah. fault. So I think it's, you have to like find that balance between, mm-hmm. I really didn't do anything wrong here. Mm-hmm. There's just something you're struggling with internally mm-hmm. that you just took it out on me. Mm-hmm. And that balance of, no, I did make a mistake. I did do something wrong. I do need to go ahead and fix this. So I completely agree. But I think it's important to kind of like maintain that balance yeah. of not preventing your growth, but also recognizing that other people are just dealing with something internally and it wasn't necessarily you. Yeah. Well, and also having like boundaries too. Like if yes. that just continually ha- like happens to you, like, yes, you can have grace for that person, but that doesn't, it doesn't mean you, they need to see it at your table. Like, yeah, you know exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, and you can like want to like help someone and be there for them. But how much of that is coming at your own expense? Like make sure you pay attention to it. You can have grace and support from a distance. And sometimes that's the best place for you because it's great to care about people and it's great to love people. You should, but you also, again, be aware of how much you're pouring into somebody else and how much they're pouring into you and what, what hurt they're causing you Mm -hmm. if they're causing you any. So you can still love them and still care for them, but sometimes it needs to be from a distance. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. So we will take a little break, but we will be right back. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, guys. We're going to get right back into it. Yes, we have a few more for you. Yeah, so, of course, I went to school for nutrition, so I had to put a little nutrition um, quote in here for you guys. So, this one, I've seen this one around a lot, and I just really needed to say it. If your body changes as a result of eating more nutritious foods, it needed to. Mm -hmm. I think this is also very fitting coming with the new year and everything. Everybody makes their healthy New Year's resolutions, but I think... It's so common for people to see people who aren't eating a whole lot and they're super skinny and you can see their abs and everything, which I'm not saying that that's not achievable, but if your body changes and maybe your hips get slightly wider and maybe your legs get like a little bit bigger, maybe they needed to. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's something that we really fear. I think as women, I can't really speak for men as much, but women were like, but if I eat more, what if my like hips get a little wider? 
what if your hips were supposed to be a little wider? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and yeah. I think it's just we live in such like a, I don't know if I want to say toxic or such like a misled world when it comes to nutrition that we see so much different all over the place that nobody really knows what they're supposed to be doing, <laughs> that they see somebody who looks the way that they want to look. So they're like, well, I'm going to eat the way they eat, mm-hmm. but they eat like 800 calories a day. I'm telling you right now, none of you can survive off of long term exactly. off of 800 calories no. a day for years. Like that's just yeah. way too low. But, you know, so just remember that sometimes when we're eating more nutritious foods and we're giving our bodies what they need, our bodies change, mm-hmm. but sometimes they need to. Yeah, a healthy exactly. body is not, is usually, I shouldn't say not because I can't speak for everybody, but a healthy body is usually, you know, you got a little bit of meat on your bones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, no, that's a really good one. Especially, like, with the, because I love how it says, like, if you're eating nutritious foods and your body changes, that it was supposed to, like, that's what was supposed to happen then. Yeah. <laughs> I really try to focus. supposed to look like. I really try to focus on, instead of saying healthy or unhealthy, I really try to focus on nutritious or not nutritious. Yeah. So I think even that, it, it can get very toxic to say healthy or unhealthy because we associate unhealthy with bad mm-hmm. and healthy mm-hmm. with good. Mm-hmm. So nutritious and less nutritious. Yeah. I think is a little, yeah, no, a little like bit better that. mentally. A little bit of a side note, but well, I just also, throw like, that in there. Healthy can be like taken so many ways, right? But like mm-hmm. nutrition, like nutritious, I guess could do, but like not as much. Not it's, as like, much because nutrient dense is nutrient dense. Yeah. So it's not like if, if it has a lot of nutrition in it, it has a lot it's of nutrition in it. If it's yeah, <laughs> if it's if it's refined, it has a lot removed from it. Had a lot removed from it. Like yeah. it's pretty for the most part. It's pretty black and white. Yeah. All right. Next one. Yep. Uh, the facts that we want erode the faith that we need. Explain. Um, <laughs> so I think so much, and I am assuming, I maybe I shouldn't assume, but I know that like other people struggle with this, but I definitely do. I'm a person that's like, okay, but like, but like, what's like, what's next? Like, I want to know, like, what's, what's going to happen? Like, I want the facts, like mm-hmm. the next thing. But it's like the the facts that we want to have erode the faith that we need to have. Okay. In order, like you, sometimes you just need to trust God and like walk out with your eyes closed. Like that's sometimes like the way that I feel like life needs to be approached, at least in my life. So it's kind of like trusting God's timing. Yeah. Like we might not have what we want right now. We might want something for our life. Mm-hmm. But God just says not right. He doesn't say no. He says not right now. Not right now. And that's kind of what it is. And you just have to have yeah. faith that it's going to come eventually. Yeah. Is that what that's kind of saying? Yeah. And I also love how they use the word erode because I think mm-hmm. that that's such like a strong word. Because mm-hmm. it's like if the more facts that you want and the more facts that you get, the less faith that you have to have. Like if you know that this is going to happen, if you like, you know what I mean? Then like, why? Like you don't have to have faith in it if you already, if you already know. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I almost feel like that's, like, kind of the beauty of life is that we don't know what's in store for us. Mm-hmm. Because if we knew exactly how our life was going to play out, yeah. nothing exciting would ever happen. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes <laughs> the most exciting things are the most unexpected. Oh, my God. Didn't expect that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes it's it's a lot. But sometimes <laughs> some of the most incredible things are the most unexpected things. Mm-hmm. And if we just expected it, we would be like, oh, yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That God, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Okay. So my next one is the loneliest people are the kindest, the saddest people smile the brightest, and the most damaged people are the wisest. 
And I love this because I think it really helps you be aware of the people around you. Because I feel like we see a lot and we hear a lot. I didn't know that this person was struggling so much. They were always so happy. They were always so kind. Mm -hmm. They were always so sweet. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes those are the people that hurt the most. So just, I think this is just good because it helps you be aware of who maybe you should probably keep your eyes on a little bit more. Not necessarily saying something is wrong. They might actually be okay, but usually it's because they gave that of themselves to people so much and they give still give it to people so much that they crave it for themselves and they just think if I keep giving it and giving it and giving it somebody will give that to me if you think about it a soul that doesn't have kindness and doesn't have a bright smile or doesn't get a bright smile from other people or doesn't get love from other people that's very damaging Mm -hmm. a lot of times the people that give it the most get it the least yeah no, it's absolutely true. And it's also just, like, another thing of just, like, you never know, like, what goes on behind closed doors. You never actually know what somebody is walking through. You never know what battle they're fighting. You never know what season mm-hmm. they're in. Yeah. So, and everybody's different. And we all just kind of, like, I think a lot of times, obviously, with people that you're not as close to, but oftentimes we just walk around and we smile and we mm-hmm. laugh and we, like, whatever, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because, like, not everybody's meant to know, mm-hmm. like, what goes on behind closed doors. But just remember that, like, there is something going on. And if we can kind of walk through life assuming that, like, everybody's fighting a battle that we know nothing about, then, like, how much better can the world be if we're just a little bit more kind? Yeah. And just remember, everybody has their things. We all have something that hurts us. We all have something that we're dealing with. Nobody has a quote-unquote perfect life. You can have a happy life. You can have a good life. Mm -hmm. But you still have things going on in your life. So I think if you can take anything from that quote, it's, even if you think someone's okay, don't assume something's wrong, but yeah. just check in on your people. Absolutely. If you get a feeling that, I don't, even if it's somebody that's not one of your people, maybe it's a coworker, and you just have this feeling that you need to ask them how they're doing, mm-hmm. ask them how they're doing. Yeah. But there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, don't go to somebody and say, are you really struggling with something? Because that's going to be very intimidating. <laughs> just say, how are you doing? How are you, like, how, are you, like, like is actually, everything okay? Yeah. Like, genuinely, because, like, people don't actually get that a lot. Yeah. Even your friends, unless you have an amazing friend group a lot of which some of you might a lot of people they don't get it that often of just a text of how are you doing mm-hmm. how are things mm-hmm. just do that yeah you know there's no harm in that and then maybe they'll open up to you if something's going on but at least they know that you care yeah. and if they don't open up to you the fact that you showed that you cared is going to make a world of it yeah it's the thought that counts mm-hmm. <laughs> all right next one mm-hmm. let's see oh okay um, this one I actually have, who <laughs> is by, it's by Billy Graham, um, but I actually heard it on one of Sadie Robertson's podcasts. Her sister, Bella Robb, said it, but it is actually a quote by Billy Graham. So it says, it's the Holy Spirit's job to convict, God's job to judge, and our job to love. And I really mm-hmm. like that because it kind of just simplifies everything. Like, you don't, we're not put, like... We're not put here to mm-hmm. like, judge other people. We're literally just put here to love other people. And mm-hmm. that's all that we're called to do. Mm-hmm. So pretty simple one, pretty straightforward, but. Yeah, but I like that because it kind of like, yeah, it just like takes everything off of us. Like, like you said, we're just here to love each other mm-hmm. and you don't have to feel like if somebody did you wrong, like, oh, I have to be their karma. Don't do that. That's not love. But God's going to take care. He'll make sure, okay. he'll make sure everything's okay. I'm not saying he's going to go do harm to them because that's got, not a godly thing to do. Yeah. But everything plays out the way it needs to exactly plays out the way it needs to mm-hmm. 
All right, so this is my last one. And this one, I don't know who it's from, but I saw it on TikTok. And it just kind of like really hit me. And this is one I saw a while back and I didn't even think about it mm-hmm. at the time because I didn't even know we were going to be talking about this. But I just popped into my head when we talked about like talking about quotes. Mm-hmm. And it's just because something is meant to be doesn't mean it's meant to last. And I think that's really important because I think it's, I mean, people come into and out of our lives, our whole lives. Mm-hmm. You know, people serve a purpose in our life. We serve a purpose in other people's lives. We don't stay in everybody else's lives. And sometimes it can be really hard knowing that, like, when you come out of a friendship or a relationship, it can be really hard knowing that you just poured into somebody so much. And you gave so much of yourself to somebody because you thought you were going to be friends forever. You thought you were going to be together forever. And then you come out of it and you're like, how how did I just do that? That was such a waste of my time. No. You were meant to be. You were meant to be friends with those people. Even if you quote unquote weren't great friends, you were quote unquote friends. Like you weren't great friends. Like they weren't good to you or something like that. You were meant to be in each other's lives. You got out of a relationship. That relationship was meant to happen. And it might have been horrible, but you became you out of it and you are incredible. Mm-hmm. So it might have been meant to last, but it was meant to be. Because it was meant to make you who you are. Yeah. Well, it's like, what did that experience teach you? Mm-hmm. And I think that that is, like, a, another thing about, like, perspective, I guess. And not that come, like, not that the ends of friendships or end of relationships, obviously that brings grief. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Like, that, like, grief definitely has a time and a place. And that is definitely a time and a place for it. But I think, like, coming out of the perspective, when you can get to this perspective of, like, but what did that teach me? What did it teach me about other people? What did it teach me about myself? Like, what did it teach me about, like, what I want in my life? Like, in a friendship or in a relationship? Like, what what can you bring out of that so that you can be a better version of you? Everything in life is a blessing or a lesson. Mm-hmm. And in some ways, the lesson is a blessing, too. Yeah. Because you grow. It is. All about perspective, I guess. Sure is. <laughs> All right, ready for my last one? Yep. All right. So actually, this one, this quote has been on my mirror. Like I like cut it out and I put it on. I like tucked it into like the corner of my mirror that I look in every day, and I literally read it every single day. Um, and it was actually a tweet. Okay. <laughs> I don't even have Twitter. I used to. Okay. Years ago. It was a tweet by this girl named Grace. Don't know who Grace is, but I saw this somewhere else. I don't even know if I saw it on, I don't even, I haven't had Twitter since I was like 17, 16. So it probably wasn't on Twitter, but you know how sometimes like people will tweet something and then they'll like post it on their Instagram Mm -hmm. or something like that. Yeah. So I saw it maybe on Instagram. Don't know. It was forever ago. Anyways. So it says, how would the best version of myself handle this? How would the most loving, kind, and well-intended state of yourself react or speak? You already know what you should do, but it might be hard. Whatever happens today, handle it with grace. Mm-hmm. I love the part. Like I love that quote, obviously. It's been in my room for two years. <laughs> I must like it. Um, but I think my favorite part is the most well-intended state of yourself, react or speak. Because I know for me, throughout my day, like, Usually in the morning, you know, after I've done, like, my journaling, whatever, I'm, like, you know, at peace. and like, this is the best <laughs> version of myself, you know. But as the day goes on and I am hungry or I am tired <laughs> or, like, whatever the reasoning is, I'm, like, that's not, like, the best state of myself. 
However, can I remove myself from that and still react and speak as the best version of myself would? And that's not easy. Like, that's not easy at all. Um, But I love how it talks about, like, the state, like, of being the most loving, kind, and well-intended state of yourself. How would that person react or speak to the situation? Mm -hmm. Because that, in essence, is truly who you are. Yeah, and I think you have to sometimes, in situations, you have to step back Mm -hmm. before you react. Mm -hmm. Respond, don't react. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that can be hard. I sometimes do that. I'm not going to lie. But I just think with the purpose of talking about this quote, it's really important to just step back for a second. If you find yourself getting being pulled away from who you truly are. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes when we're in a situation that causes us to react in a way that is different to who we are at our core, it's God trying to grow us. Yeah. It's something we prayed for. Even if you don't say you don't pray, if you ask for something, God heard you, you might not have said, Hey God, can you help me with this? But he still heard that you yeah. needed something. Yeah. So sometimes he's giving you that opportunity mm-hmm. to achieve what you want. Absolutely. So remember that sometimes it's opportunity. It's not like, I don't know. So you want patience. Somebody testing your patience is that. somebody <laughs> testing your patience. That's it. That's how you get patience is you, yeah. you are presented with people that test your patience. Yeah. So look at it as an opportunity and it becomes beautiful. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all, it's all about like God presenting, like we've had this conversation, like God Mm -hmm. presenting opportunities for you. Like he works with you. Like if Mm -hmm. you're asking for, I don't know, all I can think of is patience. Me too. The thing that we said before, but asking for like a certain opportunity or like. So stay away from drama. Yeah. Stay away from drama. You're going to get a lot of drama. He'll give you drama. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, okay, then stay away from it. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's always, it's like that. So. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, I really like that mm-hmm. one. All right, anything else? I think that's all I got for now. All right, we could probably do a part good. two at some point. But... I know, seriously, I could do a part two right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so many. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we'll talk to you next week. No matter what season you're going through, what you're walking through, just remember that you're never alone. Never. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you guys. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.